And I want to talk to the children for a few moments before Pastor John comes up here to, uh, to preach for us. So uh, this morning is a special feast day in the church. It's called the Feast of the Baptism of Our Lord. And uh, you might have noticed um, what uh, Deacon Irma just read. Um, she read the gospel reading where uh, Jesus is baptized and he steps into his earthly ministry as the Messiah. It's a very, very important event in the gospels. But Jesus is not the only character in this story. Children, who else is a part of this story? Can anybody tell me? Raise your hand. Who else is in this story? You know? Oh. Who else is in this story? Huh? Jesus, yes. Jesus is in this story. Who else is in this story, Miriam? John the Baptist. Yeah, John the Baptist is in this story. Did you see that? Now, let me ask a tricky question to the kids who maybe were listening really carefully, and it's okay if you don't get this one. Who else? Who else was in this story? The Holy Spirit. Where did we see the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Descending on Jesus in the form of a dove. Alighting on Jesus. Anointing Jesus for his role as a Messiah. I think there was another character too, though. Hold on. Let me see if, I, if anybody else can get this. Yeah. Who else is a character? Theo. Yeah, God the Father. And, and where did we see God the Father, Theo? He was speaking about his son. We heard his voice from off screen, as it were, saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Now, I have a few pictures to show you kids of this uh, important event uh, in the Gospels. So here's the first picture. I love this picture. It's just very fun, very colorful. I love that there seem to be a lot of fish in the water that Jesus is being baptized in. And this... Let's look at this next one. All right, this comes from um, your Action Bibles. You guys remember, um, you who were here during Christmas know that as a gift to the church, we got Action Bibles. You have them in your pews. This is the um, the. Bible version, and uh, specifically the second picture, you see John the Baptist, and, and who do we see at the top of the picture? The dove, right? Coming and descending on Jesus, and I like this one too because John the Baptist's muscles look really big. I mean, John the Baptist has been working out. All right, now um, those locusts and honey are more nutritious than you know. All right, now this third picture is kind of interesting. Because the artist is trying to emphasize something different. Here the artist is not so interested in what John the Baptist might have looked like. What's this artist interested in showing? This artist is interested in showing that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are at work. You see the Holy Spirit descending like a dove. The sense of heaven being opened up where the voice of the Father's coming from, and right at the center of the picture is the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now, the baptism of Jesus, we have to remember, as we we're saying, is not just about something Jesus is doing. It's a story about something that the Trinity 
is doing. Something that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is doing. And one of the things that the church has always taught about the Trinity is that whenever one member of the Trinity is doing something, all the members of the Trinity are at work in a way that is inseparable. Inseparable. Can we say that together? Inseparable. Now, this was something that the great church fathers like Athanasius and St. Augustine taught. It was reaffirmed by the great reformer Martin Luther, the inseparable actions of the Trinity. Now, what does inseparable mean? Well, you could give a, a really simple definition. It's something that can't be separated, right? Um, but maybe some of you kids um, have a, a best friend. Or maybe over the Christmas holidays, you got to see a cousin that you're just such good buddies with. And as soon as you see each other, people say, they're inseparable. Everywhere one of them goes, the other goes too. They're joined at the hip, sometimes people will say. Or for example, when you're making holiday cookies, um, how many of you like to lick the spoon? How many? Uh, that was a question for the kids, okay? <laughs> Shame on you. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I like to lick the spoon, too. Uh, and when you lick the spoon, are you tasting, uh, this is a question for the kids, are you tasting flour? Are you tasting butter? Are you tasting sugar? Which of those are you tasting? <laughs> That's important. Yeah, you are tasting the sugar. That might be the important ingredient. But right, they're all three of the ingredients are there. They're inseparable. Now, these are imperfect analogies, but the point is that the actions of the Trinity are also inseparable. Whenever one member of the Trinity is doing something, the others are always involved in some way or another. Now, we've already seen this is true of Jesus' baptism, how all three members of the Trinity are involved. But let's think of one more example. How about this? Can you think of another time, another tricky question for the kids? I'm expecting a lot out of you. Can you think of another time in the Bible where the Holy Spirit is hovering over waters, kind of like a dove. Can you think of another time in the Bible? Uh, Genesis 1, right? And um, we oftentimes forget about this. In the beginning, when God created the world, it says that the Spirit was hovering over the waters, over the face of the deep. And in creation... We see all three members of the Trinity involved. There's the Father in the beginning, God created. And how does he create? He creates through the word, through the spoken word. Be light, which the Apostle John identifies with Jesus, the eternal word. And the Holy Spirit is hovering over the water like a dove. That's why in the Nicene Creed, we call the Holy Spirit the Lord, the giver of life. The, the Holy Spirit is involved in creation. When God breathes into the dust, he gives it his breath, his spirit. So all three members of the Trinity are again involved. Even when it comes to Jesus dying on the cross, all three members of the Trinity are involved. Hebrews 9.14 says that Jesus was offering himself to the Father through the eternal spirit. So the Trinity is always operating inseparably. So when we're reading a story about Jesus in our Bibles or in our action Bibles or we're looking at something in art, always remember when there's a story about Jesus, kids, it's not just about the Son of God. It's also about God the Father. 
There's something God the Father is doing in that moment. It's also about the Holy Spirit. There's something that the Holy Spirit is doing in that moment. All three members of the Trinity are at work inseparably. Can we say that one more time? Inseparably. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for these children. I ask that you bless them, and I ask that you bless the beginning of Children's Church in this new year as they're released, even for a shorter time today. I I pray that you would be teaching them. I pray that you would also teach them through the baptism that they will witness this morning. Lord, bless them. Lord, instruct them. Lord, help them to know you in truth as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.